0: Um, we are going to be talking about data because you need to understand your data in order to optimize your impact and over at impact mapper, they are basically changing the game and how we track measure and communicate social impact. We met the founder, Alexandra Pittman at the 2017 SOCAP impact investing conference we had a really great chat and we had to dig deeper into what they were doing. Um, They, they have been um, a lot of the tools today are really cumbersome and it just becomes a burden and they don't all necessarily work together. So you're using several different platforms to track different kinds of data and get different insights. And then you got to kind of like figure out how to put it all together. And they're making that much easier and they have a lot of cool features on how you can visualize the data, turn text into really usable insights, um, and do surveys and all, all these things that are just right there in one platform. Um, so it's unlike anything we've really seen before. And so we're gonna to talk to Alexandra just about how this is helping people scale their impact, okay? Guys, if you haven't already checked it out, we're really, really excited. Issue 14 with activist and entrepreneur Sonia Renee Taylor is now out on iTunes and Google Play. You can stop by changecreator.com to check that out, start a free trial. Um, You can read this thing for a month for free. And you have, don't forget, we have added the audio version of the article so feature articles you can now listen to them on the go um, or you can read them the design everything came out really great in this edition so we're, we're really pumped about it and we hope that you love it we spoke to uh, Gabrielle Geffen as well and she works with Taddy Butcher he was on the cover of, of one of our previous magazines and they're part of the Maharishi Institute and they're they're really coming up with this new approach to education so we dive into this article called the University of the future and And it really gets into the education space and their models and strategies and how they're approaching this. And they've had a lot of great success. So it's something that you can really get a lot of good takeaways from and we recommend you check out. all right, guys, without further ado, we're going to get into this. Um, don't forget to stop by the app stores. We love those five-star reviews. It really helps us on, on the app store to get more success and continue pushing the magazine and the podcast and all those things. So your support goes a long way. Stop by the website at changecreator.com. we got a lot of articles coming out to help you guys. We're going to be updating the site soon and getting some new offers and things like that put together. So just keep an eye out, um, and uh, we're going to uh, keep you guys posted on any of those. Updates. So let's get into this conversation. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Alex, thanks for joining the Change Creator Podcast show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, You know, I think you are on trend with the Impact Mapper, and I'm excited to hear more about what you're doing, but also just get some real insights about how important it is to understand your data and why, right? So if you could just give a little bit of background, let's first understand you know, how Impact Mapper was born. Yeah, uh, so Impact Mapper is an
1: online platform for donors and nonprofit organizations to track and visualize their social impact. And this is really born out of my consulting work. So I've been working in this space for the past 13 years, working with a range of different donors, nonprofit organizations, around how to track their social impact. So working with everyone from UN agencies like UNDP and UN women to foundations like Oak Foundation, Open Society Foundations, uh, international NGOs like Oxfam, all the way down to small grassroots feminist groups in different countries. And what I saw, I was helping these organizations think through how do we measure changes in women's rights and human rights. Mm. Uh, and, the, and those are really long-term issues, right? They're not going to take one or two years to solve, they're going to take decades maybe even generations to really change these issues. Uh, So I saw that the type of data that was being collected was primarily qualitative. There's tons and tons of interview data, uh, stories of change data at the foundation level, all this rich information in the form of grantee reports. And those weren't being systematically analyzed. Um, So we were losing out on a lot of really rich information that our sector needed to be able to tell our story of impact. Um, in addition, I was in this process of, you know, sometimes helping organizations go through uh, actual evaluation exercise, and I was collecting data myself in this process. Mm. So I had interviews, I had survey data, and I would have to engage with a range of different uh, software tools to be able to get the job done. So if I was doing qualitative data analysis, I would engage with something like NVivo or Atlas TI from the academic world, I was doing quantitative analysis, I would do something like SPSS or Stata, and then if I was doing a survey, I'd go with SurveyMonkey, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. I had all these different tools going around, and then I'd have to figure out how do I visualize this data and make it beautiful, um, which is cool for me because I love data. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a total data nerd, a total data geek, um, but I know I'm, you know, a little unique in this sector, right? Yeah. Uh, and that most foundations, most nonprofit organizations weren't going to use all These different tools to do this work. Uh, So I thought, you know, there's this huge space in the sector and a gap in terms of our current tools and technologies. So I started uh, developing Impact Mapper and I started taking small bits of my consulting money and paying developers to develop this product. Um, And along the way, the entire uh, process has been really led and driven by the organizations that I've been working with. So uh, women's rights foundations, uh, women's funds in the world in uh, the space are doing a lot of really exciting work around this, such as Prospera. And they've been great uh, to help us in giving excellent feedback Oak Foundation has come in as one of our initial supporters and donors of this seeing this tool as a real need in this space okay. so yeah so we've been we've been really lucky um, to be getting such uh, excellent feedback from the sector and and real uptake early on in this process
0: right yeah well it's you know and I I, I love what you're doing and your story because, I feel, I, I feel like I just read a headline, like data is the new currency, you know? It's like all mm-hmm. about not just having data, but knowing how to use it and decipher it, which it also depends on what data you actually have, right? So mm-hmm. if you're giving people better visibility into the, the right data and also helping them decipher it, the I guess the, the, the power of that is um, endless, really. It really opens up a lot of doors.
1: It really does, yeah. I think that that's, uh, that's something we aren't actually leveraging enough, right? And and part of it's really t- tackling and engaging with technology as a solution and leveraging the innovations that exist and applying it to our world, the philanthropic space, the social impact space, uh, to really help us do our be- our job better and faster and more efficiently, right? So that we can fast forward the types of changes that we want to see in our world.
0: So I, as you got started with this concept and you said you paid some developers to build it out <clears throat> um you know i guess i'm curious how did you, was that self-funded at the time to get it get it going
1: yeah. So uh, the first couple years were also funded. So small bits of money and yeah. developing this product. We got the first uh, product, the MVP, as we call it, and, you know, this yeah. social entrepreneurship space <laughs> um, in January of 2016. And we had 16 uh, donors, foundations and evaluators beta testing the tool and giving us amazing feedback. Right. It was later that year that Oak Foundation came in and gave us our first grant uh, for institutional funding. They saw that many of the women's funds that they were supporting were some of the the early adopters and users of Impact Mapper. And they wanted to support that effort and grow the space in the field around how do we actually measure these longer term social changes. And uh, so that's when we first started getting funding from Oak who's been an amazing partner for us. So you
0: got a grant. Um, Remind me, you are for profit or non-profit?
1: We're a public benefit corporation. Yes. Um, But what we need in this space is a data analytics tool for the social change sector that works. And as you know, any sort of data analytics platform takes time and money. And uh, so they were really visionary in seeing this um, as a key uh, platform and tool that needed to be in existence in this space so that we could have access to the same sorts of analytics um that uh, other sectors have but have this adapted for our sector so that we can really get the insights that we want to um in order to fast forward the changes that we're we're aiming to make and Hmm. so that's been something that you know i think has been uh really we've been really lucky to have
0: uh support on early on that's (laughs) cool And I'm curious, you know, people are afraid to take these big steps like, oh, I'm going to put money into developing an idea I have and I have no idea if it's going to turn out to be something or not. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, what were some of the bigger challenges or the biggest challenge, whatever comes to mind for you, that you came across and had to overcome? Do you remember?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's a constant challenge, right? I think um, I, <laughs> these, uh, as entrepreneurs, we're, we're constantly jumping in new frontiers, right? And uh, certainly I'm an evaluator. Uh, I am a researcher, and so I'm not... Uh, in the tech startup space and world, right, until very recently. And I never knew that this was going to be, uh, you know, my uh, professional trajectory. So it was one of those things where I think think in any career path you – just uh, take the next step forward and it's an, evol- an evolutionary process and path. Um, it became really apparent to me that there were huge needs and gaps and I was experiencing this pain and I saw many of my clients experiencing many, many similar um, problems and challenges and I'm always uh, a big fan of engaging with others to problem solve and think critically together yeah. about creating a solution that works for everyone and so that I think that makes the entire process process of building a business um, much easier because you're supported along the way with amazing minds um, and and collaborators along the way. So it becomes much more, uh, you know, than just a a tech company, but it's something that's very much seated within, uh, you know, I would say, and and growing from feminist and women's rights movement building world, but has applications across the entire philanthropic sector and social change sector um, because we all are trying to address these really huge Problems, yeah. right, that are structural in nature, and so when we're trying to tackle these huge problems that are structural and require social norm change and culture norm change, right, the types of metrics and the way that we do analysis must be in alignment with those those larger term vision and goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really we're really working at like transforming the space and transforming the way that we think about measuring change, um, in this in this process, which is was a, is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is mm-hmm. exciting. And so I like what you said because not only are you leaning into skills and experience that you have, you also had this natural process for validating what you were doing because one, you had a self-need, but two, you were working with partners already who were able to give you feedback but also validate what you were doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. that's 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 a lucky um, situation you had there that works out nicely. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Um, You know, a lot of people have to go out and have to try to get market research, but it's great that you kind of had these people around you that you were already kind of involved with, and it played out very nicely. You kept it close to you. Exactly. Yeah,
1: I think, I mean, those are always the most successful and effective processes where you have that uh, the collaboration element and the insights from all the best and brightest minds, right? Yeah. And you can really infuse that into the product development process from day one. So we've been really, really lucky to be able to have an amazing group of uh, donors, evaluators, yeah. and nonprofit organizations around us.
0: I love that. So I'm curious, then let's get into some of the, the, the good stuff here and talk about, you know, You've got people listening who are in you know the the space starting their businesses. and what do they need to know? I mean, here you're you have a business like what kind of data have you found, I guess, you found gaps in like what you were looking for it wasn't all organized in the same place and what is different now like what kind of data have you found that is very important for measuring impact is there specific things that stand out that people should be aware of that you know you're offering with impact mapper that they get visibility to
1: yeah, I mean, I think there's a, uh, many different moments in this process where new insights can be offered to organizations that come on board. One of the first things we offer organizations that we found to be very helpful is as they come on board, we give them a somewhat customizable but standardized template that mm-hmm. they can share their information in. So if they're a foundation, they prepare uh, basic information on grant making that they're doing grants that have been given primary issues that have been being funded, um, et cetera, amounts of money, which really give a global landscape of how and where an organization's funding and where those key gaps might be in issues funded or regions or priority strategies. Uh, Depending on where an organization is at, we have, you know, organizations who might never have looked at this uh, type of analysis in a visual format before. Mm -hmm. And this yields huge insights, right? Because an Excel spreadsheet is something. <laughs> right uh, and it is oftentimes daunting um, and you can actually visualize what is happening and where. what are some of these concentrations uh, of funding and maybe gaps and so on and convergences in different areas and so right away organizations are seeing something they haven't seen sometimes they're actually standardizing a process that hasn't really been standardized because they're newer foundations or smaller foundations so that's a huge benefit and added value to the organization Yeah. Then after that, you know, most foundations are collecting data from the grantees uh, through annual reports. Mm. A lot of these are typically in Word format or PDF format. And so it becomes really challenging at an aggregate level across a grantee portfolio to get any sense of the trends that are occurring, right? right? What are some of the main outcomes that are occurring across this set of grantees or across our, you know, our, our portfolio on poverty reduction? It's very, very challenging to, to dig in there and see beyond, like, something, an individual report or maybe two reports that you can remember and compare the information. And so our product allows you to upload your own custom outcomes. Maybe they're connected to your theory of change or a strategic plan, whatever's whatever is relevant to that organization. And then actually lift that qualitative data and turn it into quantitative trends. So they can see, you know, what where how are we doing and achieving progress towards our our primary objectives and our primary outcomes that we care about moving towards. So we really help organizations get get strong insights and strong data points from the qualitative data that can then be visualized along with other quantitative data that they're already collecting. Right. So it becomes a really nice way to get more out of data that's already being collected and actually use it, which we have a huge problem in our sector and our field with. Yeah. We're collecting all this rich data, but it's not actually being used. And so we're giving organizations a solution to that. The other thing we're allowing organizations to do is to collect data more efficiently in the future. And the way we do that, we have just built the survey tool, which is super cool um, for our sector, has a couple of features that other products don't have. Um, we have a multilingual feature, which is great for international development sector uh, organizations working across many different country contexts. So it automatically links uh, those surveys, so you can analyze them all together as one. Which typically right. you have to analyze them, you know, separately, which is right. a, a data transformation pain, right? For those <laughs> yeah. who actually who actually do that, right? Um, yeah. Uh, So this is a huge benefit and feature for our sector. The other cool thing we have is we have the ability for organizations, if there's an open ended question that you enter into one of these surveys, like what's the most significant change you've experienced in the last year with our grant funding, you know, the organizations can then add their own outcomes um, as tags so their grantees can tag that for them. So it becomes this participatory tagging process, which is also very cool. And then you get instant insights to the outcomes and progress that you care about, So we have a a, a lot of very cool features for our sector to make this process of data collection much more efficient, even more participatory, which is really exciting.
0: Right. So it sounds like you have a lot of flexibility in how you want to see the data, what data you're looking for. You can tag things. And so a lot of flexibility there. And then you give a nice visual representation so that it's easy to digest and share. Exactly. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what we want to do. We really are or helping organizations to be more flexible with the data they have. So you can use our tool for monitoring and evaluation purposes. You could use this for, let's say, straight up evaluation purposes. You've collected interviews and you're doing surveys. You can do an analysis on that data. We also have the ability to do kind of communications and storytelling through the tools. So another feature we have is, and we recommend every new user uh, that comes on board to create a project just of awesome stories and quotes of impact that help to share their organizational's uh, co- unique contribution and role in the sector. Too often what we see is you know, one program officer might be very, very connected to a particular project or program in a setting, and they kind of hold all these amazing stories that speak to the impact of the work, but that doesn't necessarily get shared internally in the organization. So if that person leaves the organization, then all that rich information about the impact this program has had often leaves with that person, right? There's right. no real knowledge management clearinghouse, and so we're helping organizations solve that problem as well. So we really are bridging this uh, issue that we see is very interconnected, which is the issue of you know monitoring, evaluation, and communication of uh, data and also capacity building. So there's kind of this kind of this, uh, this triangle of, you know, elements that are really important in our sector to be able to make uh, progressive change in, and to really learn from our work and more efficiently uh, move forward in the future. So we're really working at this intersection between the three.
0: I got you. And, and just for clarity for everybody, can you just identify, you mentioned the triangle of elements, just clarify exactly what, what those are?
1: Yeah. So it's really data and evidence. It's capacity building and communication, right? So we see these as being very, uh, you know, in order to be effective, we need to collect the right data. Yeah. Uh, we need to do something with that inter- internally. We need to learn from that data. We need to communicate to a variety of different stakeholders what we're doing, how we're doing, how we can be more effective. And then capacity building is really around how do we use data more effectively for different purposes, right? How do you collect it more effectively? How do you then communicate more effectively so it's kind of like the underbelly uh
0: connecting the two Mm -hmm. okay And, and do you guys offer you know i guess you know faqs almost or instructions to help people get the most out of it or how are you handling people the learning curve right now
1: yeah, and um, we have a range of different things. I mean, when we first bring people on board, we talk a lot about like data they current currently have and what how they actually use that data, right. because um, again, a lot of this data goes to waste, and right. that is huge drain of resources and creativity on the parts of the organizations that are you know, contributing this data, right? So it could be grantees. It could be participants in an individual project in a country. Uh, wherever that that person is, someone is spending a lot of time doing data, collecting data analysis, writing reports, and that information isn't being used. Right. And so right. that's not efficient, and we want to stop that. So we, we, also, we start our conversations with what data do you have? And, you know, what do you actually use? Uh, and if you don't use it, let's stop collecting it. And let's start <laughs> collecting things that actually make sense towards your own internal learning purposes, right? What do you need to know to make better grants or to implement projects more effectively and efficiently? Um, what do you need to learn to do your work and, you know, fast forward the, the change you want to see in the world, right? Um, so
0: having that initial conversation is one of the first steps. Yeah. Um, well, around I want to jump in real quick, you know why because I just want to lose this thought, which is, I think that is super important because a lot of people might, I like the conversational part about more along the lines of what do you need to get? Um, because when you talk about what are you collecting, I feel like people are going to just rattle off things that they're collecting only because that's what they're limited to collect. Mm. right so like when you start saying to if you were going to come to me and say what are you collecting for change creator well unless i was investing in a very elaborate platform or something nice like impact mapper i'm going to be limited by whatever the platforms offer me which may not be what i actually want or need (laughs) Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) And, and and i've dealt with that like i have when i you know as early on it was Here's these five different platforms. They all share different types of things and different you know um, you know vis- uh, vi- um, visibility. And so I had to keep looking at all these different platforms. So I like the idea of the flexibility that you have and saying, "Well, what do you need?" And then you could start customizing towards that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the the biggest challenges I see in a lot of the existing software programs, too, and why there's a huge space and need for our product, right? And in that a lot of them think that monitoring evaluation is done in a certain way, right? Um, Often coming from like a log frame approach, um, which is very strict and logical and linear in nature. But the reality is that the majority of interventions around the world related to social change and social justice are not linear and logical. Um, And will be longer term. And there's a huge range of ways that people are collecting data and, uh, you know, in in different forms. So we have to, if we're to be successful. able to be flexible and account for different um, types of uh, analysis strategies and uh, processes uh, that are in place. And so that was kind of like a fundamental value that is based on, you know, the company is based on. Uh, We also understand that things change over time, right? So there might be uh, one methodology that's kind of in vogue right now for measuring change. It might be theory of change is really big right right now, but... In five years, it might be totally different. So everyone's doing all this theory of change work right now. And in five years, we're going to have a totally different structure. We need to have tools that adapt to these, you know, these kind of new trends and evolutions in our sector.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And and I kind of my mind is already there because I think that the current, you know, initiative obviously makes a lot of sense. And to your point, five years from now, I mean, I, I see this almost being, valuable to any business, honestly, right? So you're offering just really powerful data analysis and collection. And to me, I'm a visual person. So the visual stuff I find very attractive because I like data too, but I hate the headache of numbers, Excel sheets and charts. And I worked at a big company for a long time. And, you know, you got people that are spending millions of dollars on campaigns. And then we have this, you know, elaborate Excel sheet with like pie charts and stuff. And it was just (laughs) awful, man. Yeah. totally. <laughs> so I just love in general, whether it's for this, you know, for nonprofits or impact or anyone, just in general, the direction you're taking the idea of assessing data, collecting data and presenting data, because it is super important if we want to optimize the business. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I mean, you're exactly right. This, this has applications in, you know, any world that has data, right? right. So (laughs) it really, we, we're starting in this world because this is, you know, where I live (laughs) right now. Uh, But as I present this in different spaces, um, it very much, I have people from corporations come up and say, this is something that we would like to use. We have social impact investors saying we have the same problems we need to get a better understanding of not only our our financial return on investment, but also our social return on investment, right? We need these tools to measure both qualitative and quantitative data. Um, And we need them to be easy and user-friendly. And that's really what we've developed.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool. And I could see also, like, Let's say, you know, you're a large publication platform and you like a lot of times you'll work with partners, you create campaigns, and it could be for impact and other reasons. And when you put these strategies together, you want to know, am I getting an ROI for this client? Mm-hmm. And so it's in that situation too. Um, it's a great tool. It sounds like where that you can leverage it to demonstrate a beautiful presentation about here's the ROI that we achieved or not. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's um, where we fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no refunds, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just love the potential behind what you're doing and the concept. So very, very cool. Um, and I hope that all these social entrepreneurs and people just trying to have an impact who are listening um consider this. And that's where it's gonna be a segue to my next question is I mean, right now you're focused on foundations, nonprofits, because you're driving impact data for impact, which is very important. Um, Who is this for, though? Is this for the startup um, who has one to five people or a solopreneur? Or is this for the more established business? I see you have become a beta tester. So how do people get involved? Like, who's it for right now? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's for anyone who has the capacity and the interest and the data, uh, and they want to actually engage in some tracking and monitoring of their effectiveness. Okay. So if you are interested and you have information that you want to either be collecting in the future, um, or you have existing data that you want to get more out of, then you can use this tool. Um, I think for emerging entrepreneurs with new startups. So, I mean, one of the biggest questions you get is about traction and it's about impact, right? Like right. investors want to know this. So I think you sh- everyone should be thinking really early on about how they track that uh, the customer uh, traction, how they track customer satisfaction, those stories of impact having a place to collect them, having a place to analyze that data over time and thinking about that structure, you know, early on instead of later on uh, is going to be beneficial because we see too often, you know, you're way down the road and you haven't actually gotten that strategic insight into how customers are feeling about the product and what the impact is on their lives. right? Um, Right. So if you're, you know, two years down the road, you're a social entrepreneur, you've developed a business and you haven't, had this close link between your customers and client support and tracking what they're liking and not liking and you know what are some of the success stories then i think you're probably going to be off track yeah um right you're kind of just kind of following your own vision and not necessarily what the customers and clients needs are right so i you know it's just it's about having that capacity and thinking through how do you want to collect that data uh up front. And it doesn't have to be really elaborate. It can be quite simple. A few strategic questions, a few stories of impact, um, to be collected over time will make a huge difference in terms of the insights that you're able to gather and then actually act upon to make your business stronger.
0: Okay. And, And, but right now your, your beta testing is for the NGOs. It looks like it's for NGO space. Is that still accurate? You know, it's, I
1: would say, uh, yes, you can be, if you're in the nonprofit NGO world, uh, come on board. We have evaluators that are using the product. Foundations are using the product. Um, we are very, I would say in the next year, um, maybe next six months, we're going to be starting to engage more in the social impact space, okay. investing space. Yeah. So, uh, investors that are interested also in having a tool, we're having different conversations now. So if you're interested in coming on board and supporting uh, kind of dashboard and development of that,
0: that's on our development pipeline. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time to kind of talk through all this stuff and I think you're on a really exciting path. And um, um, I'm excited to see where you go with it. So let's stay in touch. And again, thank you for your time today. Yeah, thank you. This has been so fun. (laughs) Looking forward to staying in touch. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll talk soon.